The entire team at Emsolation want to acknowledge that we are gathered on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. We want to recognise that we are recording and telling our stories on the stolen land of our country's first storytellers. We wish to pay our respects to all Wurundjeri elders and ancestors and to extend that respect to any First Nations peoples who listen to Emsolation. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's continued connection to the land and waters of this country and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Always was, always will be. This is Emsolation. Well, hello there and welcome to a special little bonus edition of Emsolation. My name is M. Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodivergent magic brain and a podcaster. And together with my best friend since I was 11, Mr. Michael Lucas, I bring you this little show every week. And normally we talk a lot about pop culture, about politics, there's some penis chat. We've recently become totally obsessed with Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, Travis. You know, I even got myself a T-shirt. I'm giving a bit of a rest on that because I'm sensing some fatigue from the audience. So today, look, it's a very special treat. Sometimes my job enables me to sit down opposite a hero, someone who's made a significant difference in my life and tell them and say, hey, thank you. And this lady is no exception. I speak of, look, award-winning, best-selling author, stand-up comedian, radio hostess with the most as Kaz Cook. Kaz got me through my first pregnancy and I was only 21 at the time. Every other book I picked up made me feel guilty. Before I'd even become a parent, there was mother guilt. And I came across Kaz's book in a bookshop, Up the Duff, and immediately the way that she approached pregnancy made me feel at ease. And like I had someone in it with me. I loved it so much. And when I heard that she'd written a book about the menopause, because as some of you may know, I have started menopause. Well, I'm in perimenopause. I'm in the peri-peri chicken stage. I'm like, here she is again, swooping in to save the day. She's, of course, written books for every stage of life, babies and toddlers, girl stuff for 8 to 12, girl stuff for 13 plus. She's also written a couple of novels, Ada, and you're doing it wrong. She's so accomplished. She's so amazing. And I'm really happy to have her on the show as a resource for all of you because quite frankly, the stage of life that we hit after 40 for women and AFAB and gender diverse do not get discussed enough. It's just too much shame and darkness around it. And Kaz has found a way yet again to light the path for us all. Now, this is just a portion of our chat because our subscribers, our Emsolation Extra subscribers got the whole shebang. It was two magnificent parts. It was juicy. We're giving you a taste because I want to promote her book. This is the whole point. Kaz has a book out. Oh, God, it's taking me about 15 minutes to get to the plug. It's The Menopause, What You Need to Know in Your 40s, 50s and Beyond by Kaz Cook. It's available now from all good bookshops. And I wanted to promote that. I wanted you all to hear how great this chat is and think, my God, I need to subscribe to Extra. Oh, I make no bones about the fact I am whoring our subscription because we put excellent stuff in there and it should be behind a paywall because it's very valuable information. So if you hear this chat and you're like, God, I need to hear the rest, go and check out Emsolation Extra. There is so much excellent content there for you. 
I promise you, it's great value for money. $9.95 a month or $89.95 for a whole season. <laughs> but that's enough from me. Please enjoy this. I know you're gonna. I mean, it's Kaz. It's Kaz and M. It's your two... I don't want to say drunk aunties. It's your two uh, left-of-centre aunts on Christmas Day, just sitting in the corner, having a chin wag. Enjoy. My hero sits before me. <laughs> the woman who got me through my teen pregnancy, Kaz Cook. Welcome. Hello. Mate. What? You just... You have... You know when we have the sensible voices in our minds? Yes, up until I started, sometimes don't listen to. Well, no, <laughs> no. But up until I was medicated for my ADHD, I had about 15 women in there. Right. And there was only one sensible one and it was you. Oh, is that because you read Up the Duff when Correct. you were pregnant? Okay. So Up the Duff, I fell pregnant with my now 22-year-old. Yeah. When I was 21. And I went and got all these books, like all of the books, the ones. The ones what to expect when you're expecting? Um, Don't eat any cake. It'll go straight to the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and baby Love. Remember that one? Yeah. I burnt that one. You burnt I, it? I burnt it. Can't remember what was in it. I had a ceremonial burning of all the books because I was being made to feel like a bad mother before I'd even mm. had the child. And then Up the Duff was given to me by one of my aunties and she's amazing. She's one of those aunties that has like statement glasses, big necklaces, you know, yep. a bit witchy. And she's like, read this. <laughs> and I took your book Up the Duff and it became, I read it as though I hoped if I skipped ahead a chapter it would make the pregnancy go faster. Yes, that would be good. I'll get <laughs> on to that. When I do, I do update it. It was, oh. <laughs> fuck, it's the only pregnancy book anyone should ever read. Oh, thank you, no, love. That's truly, so nice. And and I, you don't. I was so young and so naive. I was a baby having a baby. Truly. Yeah, I know. Well, we all are. Look, I was older than you. I was a. <laughs> I was a. What do they call it? A geriatric, geriatric. prima gravita, which made me sound like I did ballet, which oh. none of it was helpful. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I knew nothing. I thought it would be like sticking a basketball up your jacks, not jacks, up your shirt, yeah. and then just walking around, and then the baby would come out. And that's, I always write the book about something after I've been through it. So I wrote Up the Duff after yeah. I'd been pregnant. And this one, which is about menopause, yeah. I wrote after. after I'd been through. Thank God. Well, except that I'm still in it because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am menopausal. <laughs> I am peri peri chicken. <laughs> You're peri. I'm very in the peri pause, yeah. but also very close to, and we'll get to that. So you got me through that stage of my life, huzzah. And now here you are again, like some kind of fucking glamorous oracle, just like, oh, it's the menopause. <laughs> she's written another fucking book just for me personally. I'm convinced Kaz Cook charts my life. And then she's like, that bitch is about to fall down a hole. I'm going to write a book about that stage in her life. It's the menopause. What you need to know in your 40s, 50s and beyond. The thing that I discovered, because I'm only 44 and because my mother is a boomer, like... It's never spoken about. Health mm. isn't spoken about. I'll find out about some catastrophic health event two months after it's happened. Right, it's all right, very, right, right. Like secret. Well, I mean, I'm just absolutely amazed at how taboo and secret menopause. It is. Is it really and is? Also, it's okay to talk about hot flushes and dry and vaginas. A bit, a bit of a ladylike sweat. Dry vaginas. If you're talking about how difficult it is for a, for the a man. man to enjoy Correct. the sex. Correct. 
yes. nothing about how women suddenly, it's not just about having a dry vagina, mm-hmm. it's about the fact that it's like... I'm and, homicidal? And up to 9,000 women uh, filled in a survey for me. So I've got their quotes I in the book. I can't believe it. And oh, they're my favourite. Woman after woman said, having sex now with a dry vagina is like having sex with razor blades. Yeah, you're mounting a chainsaw. And like no one had explained that to no. any of us. Also, there's a lot of women having sneaky wee. Sneaky wee? <laughs> that started happening to me. Well, and no one wants to talk about that because you don't want to say to someone, do not make me laugh because there could be sneaky wee. <laughs> And then, Can't wear grey tracksuit pants anymore. Yeah. <laughs> My career is a trampoline. And what, over. You know, what do you do about that? And then what people tell you to do about it is actually a sort of one-size-fits-all thing where you're meant to, of course, spend more money to pay to have something that is the shape of a and size of a softball in your vagina and you're supposed to squeeze it. Well, that is not what everyone should be doing. Uh, and then there's the people talk about we have this idea that uh, when we hit menopause, we just one day never have another period. That's what I thought. People are having really heavy, full-on mad periods and they're at work or they're teaching or nursing or and there's, you know, they don't have Mm-mm. breaks that they can go any time. Yeah, things are just so hot plus and that's why the subtitle says in your 40s, totally. 50s and beyond because the more research that psychiatrists are doing, especially some really wonderful ones uh, in Australia actually, is that we're not going insane in our 40s, that the lack of estrogen has known effects like brain fog, Mm -hmm. anxiety, Mm -hmm. being absolutely furious. The rage. The fucking... Furious. Rage. I did. I had, and also terrible crashes in self-confidence. Well, it's because the like, hair's springing I'm, up everywhere. You're pissing your pants. You're losing your well, hair. Well, the hair, to be fair, just migrates. <laughs> so a lot of it ends up on the chin and the top lip. Oh, the top but lip. But no eyebrow. I've got Super Mario at the moment. I've got to shave it off. <laughs> um, fucked. There is a lot in this book. It, it is. And in, in fact, my favourite cartoon probably in the whole book is a prince arriving at the tall turret and saying, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, <laughs> let down your chin hair. <laughs> what got me was the page of symptoms. <gasps> More than 30. Well, was M. Like, I want to say 35 or 36. I've almost memorised the page number. <laughs> Here it is, 36. Um, more than 30, hectic. Yep. And I and, and you don't get all of them. Well, it's I really did. I got Yahtzee. I feel like I've achieved something. <laughs> bingo. It's not a bingo card, <laughs> Is it not? Because I got God's bingo. Sake. Bingo! Um, it's nuts. But I do want to, like, take it right, right back because I'm somebody that has involved herself in women's health. I'm a very passionate campaigner for women's health. And even for someone like me who's very engaged, I didn't know that perimenopause was even a thing. I didn't mm. know it existed. It's like some weird secret our ancestors have kept from us so that we don't give up. You know, like if you told a 20-year-old mate in about your late 30s you're going to become, like, you're going to want to kill everyone. You're going to be questioning yourself, your life. You're going to think you've gone crazy. Your vagina's going to hurt. Your boob's going to hurt. Everything's going to hurt. Yeah. You can pe- go on. Your penis will be itchy. It'll hurt to have sex. Uh, you'll think that there are ants crawling over you all the, the itchy time. Blood. When, you, when I read that, because I have itchy blood, I talk about it all the time. What's itchy family. blood? I, have, I feel like my underneath my skin is itchy, like my blood oh, is tickling my skin. Right, okay, so and you're I've, sort of feeling it from the inside. See, for a lot of people it feels like ants or something on their skin. Oh, I've got them inside. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. And I kept walking around the house going, I've got itchy blood, leave me alone. And everyone's going, okay, <laughs> sure, mate. 
Sure. But for me... uh, And I think this is part of why people didn't talk about it. Yes. Because they didn't know that all these 30 things... Fight together. And maybe, you know, like 17 of them or four of them were happening to them. Mm. They didn't know that it was because of perimenopause, which just means around the time of menopause. So Mm. perimenopause is coming up to it. But all of that stuff, especially the, the, um, the mental... Yeah. S- uh, symptoms. Let me get my list here from your yeah, book. Yeah, can come five years before your period starts misbehaving yeah. or you get hot flushes or anything like that. Plus, a hot flush, like my uh, my friend Lauren calls it a vroosh. <laughs> I call it a personal summer. Like, personal summer. <laughs> but, but when you're young, like a teenager, remember when you were young and you would get embarrassed and you would just get redder and redder and redder yes. and it couldn't stop and you'd think everyone was looking at you. It's exactly the same mm. physical feeling as a hot flush. So your brain goes, why are you embarrassed? embarrassed. Why are you ang- anxious? Why are you freaking out? Oh, that makes sense. There's yeah. a little shame. Yes. A little tiny so shame feedback. Go, uh, Got it. Got it. Oh, my so God. So a lot of people for, for actually up to a couple of years can even not know it's a hot flush. Mm. Most people end up kind of the penny drops at some point and they go, oh, it's that. <laughs> you well, know? yeah, I had no idea. When I was 40, I think it all began. Right. But I that was during the pandemic. I'd just given birth. So I had a baby at 40 because yeah. my eggs were obviously in a going out of business sale. They were just chucking everything at the oh, wall. Oh, and that's why you get the heavy periods. Yes. It's, it's an everything must go situation. And that's what happened. And mm. the baby got all up in my business. <laughs> and um, so I had him and then the pandemic happened and everything shut down and I – in lockdown, had a complete breakdown and fronted up to my doctor and you know, basically listed off all of these irritable rage, anxiety, depression, lack of enthusiasm, self-esteem loss, feeling tired, all of these lists, right? Uh, and was it connected to possible menopause? No. That's where I got and my what, ADHDs, uh, diagnosis. Because for a lot of women, they're offered antidepressants. Oh, I was. And it doesn't help no. because what's causing it is hormonal. Yeah, not not mental. And so, no, that's how I got my ADHD diagnosis. Uh But I think my symptoms became more prevalent because my estrogen levels dropped. So my, and they mirror each other, the symptoms. And and, um, the psychiatrists are telling me that... in, in a really lovely, compassionate way, um, and they rec- they recognise it now, but a, no- a lot of GPs aren't, that if you have any trauma mm. or mental health problem from the past, from an eating disorder to PTSD, anxiety, depression, you know, that mm. little bingo card, mm. Mm. all of that stuff, you will have managed that because women do. They yeah. find ways to live their, live their lives around it. Just and busy, make, chronically busy. Yeah, or <laughs> just not going to that place that, yeah. you know, um, either mentally or that physical place. And then suddenly during perimenopause, those coping techniques don't work anymore. Yeah. And chuck in a lockdown. And so, you know, part of writing this book is to say to people, you're not going crazy. And, and almost in a way more importantly, you're not terrible. Kaz Cook, I'm giving you the years of uh, roughly 90,000 people right now and a lot of them are 35 to 50-year-old women and AFAB trans men. What do you want to let them know? Because, like, you are the oracle. I'm telling you, we're going to – this book's going to be – this is going to just straight to the top of the charts. Look, knowledge is power. Yes. And, what you know, whatever sexuality or gender you are, if there's something in this book, there's a lot of stuff about appearance, about getting older and looking older – and bodies changing well, for, no what, one talks about for that. whatever reason. Not allowed to. Yeah. Not allowed to get older. Well, but. and also pretending that 
our bodies haven't changed shape and people squeezing themselves into, 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 the, the, into the bodies. The nuts cigars. The I own so many pairs of those that I just in the last couple of months, because I've had the like the high belly situation happening, I just got rid of them. Yeah. I just no. got rid of them. Like I remember seeing I an article, con- I, your belly's I, getting in the way of your clothes. Like get rid of that stuff. I'm I like, think oh. we can control many things in our lives, but not our con- not our control top pants. But here's the noise that I think. I, that is the top of my tights. I think if I tried to get my thumb under control where it just wouldn't ever go there. I can't handle the heat. I cannot. It's like wearing a wetsuit under my clothes. This is what I'm saying to you, that you get to the point where you go, I cannot be arsed. Can't be fucked. And also, that's fine. It is. But then look, there were women saying, I still wear, you know, very fashionable things and I look tremendous. And it is about choosing for yourself and having... You know, getting back to your real self and your real confidence and your real independence yeah. as much as possible. Because also around that time of early 40s when you do start to, you know, feel differently about yourself and you're facing the second half of your life, you know, well, and it's that it ex- redefining of yourself. It also accelerates in terms of if you can't come to terms with the way that you look yeah. because you're never going to look young again. You yeah. will either look a little bit odd <laughs> or you will permanently 37, look older or both. Yeah. But it's you don't. True. Nobody looks permanently thirty-seven. Well, the, the you know, like you, you can, can do- freeze your face in time, and I feel like there's a certain there's a certain Hollywood look around the late nineties. Where remember the real, the Desperate Housewives that show? Yeah, they all looked thirty-seven. And if that's what you want to do, fine, fine. No, we're all for that here. This but show, whatever. But you, I'm telling you, it accelerates. <laughs> you know, like the, the the difference in your face between forty and fifty. It's like it goes on fast forward. Really? Oh God, yeah. So. I, Oh God! But you look amazing. Well, you know, I don't go. Do? I don't go in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Hey, I'm like one of those like Cleopatra every little night. slugs at the bottom of a lettuce. Have you always known to not go in the sun? It's been a lifelong thing, like French women. Oh, it's just not for me. I think yeah. I'm built for the coal mines. <laughs> I think genetically, I'm. <laughs> but I look how old I am, and I am fine with that now. I am fine with having yeah. crow's feet. I'm fine with having lines on my forehead. Yeah. And, you know, it's getting jowly. Oh, but, I know. The side views are always startling, but aren't they? you do go, what are the things in life that are making me happy? And it's laughing my head off with my friends. Oh. It's not going, Yeah. you know. But if you want to do that, fine. Whatever floats your boat. Kaz Cook. Yeah. Thank you. How's your boat floating? Getting there. Low in the water. Yeah. I'm, I've turned around to face myself and she's so far gone. She's, she's, I'm trying to just, and I'm also coming to the realisation that there's not just one person I have to get back to. There's not just one version of M. I don't even know who the fuck she is. I think there's about 10 of us and I've been trying to. But go easy on all of them. Oh, That's what exactly. you've got to learn. I am, but I've spent my whole life there is no being perfect. a perfectionist. There is no perfect. Right. And deprogramming yeah. my little brain who was constantly told she wasn't right or too much or too loud. None of all us are things. right. Yeah, but deprogramming that is like intellectually I know. Yeah. But actually living that mm. is I'm finding now all my hormones out of whack. I know. And it's, We've all got to help each other. Yeah, and we yeah, don't. Yeah, we're in it together. Yeah. Oh, now go and buy this fucking book. <laughs> Kaz Cook, God, what love you need you, to know in your 40s, 50s and beyond. It's the menopause. I have put this all over my <laughs> socials. I proudly support you. I, I proudly say that I am in the peripause 
And um, I just want to say thank you again for writing a, a how to human book. Oh, thank you for getting it, Em. I do get thank it. Thank you. I do get it. Thanks, darling. Like what you heard and want more? Emsolation is a totally independent, neurodivergent, female-led podcast, which you can help support by subscribing to Emsolation Extra. Get exclusive bonus episodes every Tuesday. Question time with Em and Michael, pre-show meetings, videos of the podcast recording, pre-sale access to live events and discount merch, a weekly newsletter and so much more. Help us by subscribing now or gift a subscription to someone you love at msolation.supercast.com or get the link via msolation socials. Msolation with M. Rossiano is recorded at Down the Hill Studios. Hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn. Socials by M. Rossiano, Benjamin Wosley, Lauren Miko and Marcella Rossiano-Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. Follow us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast and join other Emsolators at the Emsolation Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. Please take the time to share this podcast with a friend. Give us a five-star rating and make sure you're following us on whatever podcast app you use by hitting the follow button. Thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you again soon. Emsolation.